0: welcome to another session of Pip Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cavell. I'm your co-host Jacob. And today we do have a very special guest, Mr. Tony Thompson.
1: How are we welcome, doing? Welcome bro. Welcome How's it doing? The,
0: very well. Welcome to the Pip uh the Pip Academy, the Pip Life, <laughs> the Pip, the Pip Society, sorry, the Lit Society. How lit. are you doing? <laughs> lit.
2: Very, very good to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I think a few topics we'll really go over today is, you know, uh, we'll home in on the fundamental aspects as to what's really been going on. Um, for a lot of traders out there who have been, you know, solely relying on fundamental data, economical data, you've had a real, real good a uh, few weeks, you know, because there's a lot of information out there that's giving you guys indications as to where markets are going. And we're going to touch upon a, on, on some topics um, around the coronavirus. Also going to touch up on the G7 with central banks lowering their interest rates and a few others. But first, of course, let's just get into the week that we've had so far. Jacob, take it away.
1: Cool, bro. Yeah, so the week's been great. Uh, technically... Tying in, you know, fundamentals with the technicals, man. I've been really focused on gold this week, um, you know, anticipating more bullish movement. Uh, those that follow me on Instagram, you know, I've been posting these on my stories as such. So, if for those that have been keeping up with the content, you know, we've been able to ca- capture over 250 pips from the move. So... Big up to those guys, you know what I mean. But um, no, this is uh, <laughs> this ties in with um, you know the fundamentals that's been happening this week as well. So uh, there was an emergency G7 meeting on Tuesday for those that don't know, and um, during the meeting we had something drastic happen in regards to the Federal Reserve cutting the interest rate. So that is sort of helped our trade as well. So you know the fundamentals have tied in with the technical aspect. So very happy um you know we're not fundamental traders but we understand you know they use these things as the excuse so we just tie it in with it as well so uh for those that um haven't they don't know about the meeting we have actually got a blog up on our website so be sure to tune in and just have a read up of what actually took place in the in the uh, meeting amongst uh, policy makers and stuff like that yeah um, yeah but yeah great great trade so far uh, sorry
0: sorry to interrupt you there, Jacob, but yeah, bro. you gave the people
1: a real, real good insight, but they need to know where to get it. So head yeah, over to litcapital.co.uk. Be sure, be sure, man. But um, yeah, so just touching on the meeting. So uh, Chairman Kearney, excuse me, not Chairman Kearney. That's the <laughs> I'm thinking about his, <laughs> He's got a speech later on. <laughs> he's got a speech later <laughs> on today. That's why I got confused. But um, Chairman Powell, excuse me, he's actually... Um, you know, he's the leader and whatnot of the Federal Reserve. So with the coronavirus spreading, um, you know, the economy, the U.S. economy, they're trying to take as much uh, action as they can in order to sort of, you know, shield the economy from what's actually happened. So just by judging by his comments, um, you know, he's seeing this as a temporary thing in order to boost the economy long term. Um, so, you know, by them taking a point zero five percent cut, It's not the end of the world because, you know, with the coronavirus spreading as as such, the actual number in regards to what we're being told with, you know, there's 7 billion people in the world. So how big of an effect is it really having? But they're just taking measures, you know, in order to protect themselves as such. Um, But it's definitely affecting the markets, especially the DXY, the dollar index as well. We've seen US 30 uh, tumble a bit from last week. So it's just carrying on from that. Um, but in regards to what's going on with NFP non-farm payrolls tomorrow, this is definitely going to tie into that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, a few interesting topics that you've touched upon, really, with the you know the, the G7 and the central banks, um, especially in particular with the chairman... Um, Mr. Powell you know Donald Trump interestingly enough has you know been tweeting and Tony I'll really let you go into a bit more information on this one because I know whilst we was off air you just you just mentioned a few things that we'd actually seen or we could have preempted happening
2: yeah yeah uh, and is so um surrounding the coronavirus uh, you want yeah. me to speak a little bit about that yeah, for before you, sure.
0: Be, before we get into that, though, just, you know, what you were saying off air about Donald Trump actually mentioning um, yeah. you know, about the interest rate.
2: Yeah, I've always, um, you know, Donald Trump a couple of months ago has always been saying to the Fed, you need to lower interest rates. And believe it or not, um, a load of people have been, you know, if we go back to Q3 of last year, believe it or not a lot of americans was actually saying or oh, you know is the usa going to go into a recession mm-hmm. but it seems from what i can see not a lot of people knew that which yeah. is interesting really because now we see you know people are asking about a global recession china going into a recession but as i say back in you know sort of q3 last year we was seeing a lot of people saying are we going to go into a recession and that's when you know the likes of uh Donald Trump was trying to get interest rate cuts. Um, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of uh, JP Morgan, was actually saying, listen, consumer levels are really, really high. I don't know why people are, you know, confused or or wondering whether the USA is going to go into a recession. So that was back way before, you know, obviously the coronavirus and stuff like that. So that's an interesting uh, fact about it. And and as soon as this coronavirus has come about, um, obviously... Donald Trump is back on the scene again saying, listen, you need to cut interest rates. It's the only way to save the economy as such. you know, Italy's now looking at a recession. China is definitely going into a recession. Um, They're actually at a record all-time low at the moment as well. So, um, What's very interesting to take away from this as well is when you have a good economy, then the, the currency value is high. And when you have a bad economy, then obviously the currency value is low. So, even when they had a good economy, Donald Trump was still trying to get interest rate cuts.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah, I think that's something to, to sort of realise as, as well, is the fact that there they was some sort of scares to whether USA was going to be in a recession back in sort of Q3, Q4 of last year.
0: Yeah. I mean, just upon the US, as seen as we're talking about them, um, the 10-year the bond yields actually returned below 1% yeah so we are seeing a lot especially with yesterday um, there was a meeting with OPEC Um, OPEC meeting began as every Wednesday there is a meeting for OPEC for oil for those that don't know Um, but a lot of the countries who supply oil they're looking at decreasing uh, the amount that they're supplying so for example we had uh, Russia Russia um, they said that they would cut 1 million barrels in OPEC plus exports the Saudi governments um, also said they'd be cutting at least 800,000 uh, barrels. And from what I do recall, um, the, UA, the UAE oil minister, Sohil al Magawi, hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, <laughs> he's also confident that the OPEC, that the OPEC today, uh, the OPEC plus com- um, committee, will or the summit i should say really they should come to an agreement which will be reached on the final volume of the cut so we're expecting to see oil cuts around um around the economies that are in control of the supply um so you know that kind of ties into what tony's saying because when economies are performing poorly of course commodities are meant to do very well and you know the the basic economics of 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 business is to buy low and sell high so you know when the demand outweighs the supply the price goes up so i believe what they're looking to do at the moment with oil is to shorten the supply to of course increase the demand it's you know it's it's, it's your basics of economics 101 so we are in a you know interesting interesting term um you know the market is expecting another 0.5 percent drop in the u.s interest rates on march the 18th um, you know, Mr. Powell came out a lot earlier than was anticipated, than scheduled, should I say, um, to release the interest rate dropping. But of course, what you know, economists have been reading up on, and, and um, you know, what we've heard through the grapevine, I should say, that sounds a bit more appealing, is the rates are not yet stopped. The rates have not yet come to a final level of deduction. They are going to keep reducing it. So now that we had an interest rate reduced from the U.S., you know, when we actually get to their scheduled Meeting which should have been, which is still, of course, next month, they should be dropping the rate even further. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> and I can just see here right now, it's come onto my phone. I've got an update the OPEC summit they have reached an agreement uh, to cut oil production by 1.5 million barrels.
1: Wow, I mean, yeah, considering the prices oil have got to. Um, you know, we should see higher prices. I'm not saying if and when, like just in regards to the drop that it has been having. Ever since, if people recall the uh, airstrike that happened over in Iran, oil has been on a spiral spiral on the way down. So I do believe we do have to make up some ground just from a technical standpoint in charts. We do need to make up a technical ground doing something different. So if that's what gets us there, I do believe that's, you know, the main, the main protocol for them to try and get back to higher prices.
0: Mm -hmm. No, totally. I agree. I agree. And Mm -hmm. you know, the, the ever growing, um, unfortunate, you know, the ever growing, unfortunate, disastrous pandemic that's spreading across the world right now. Coronavirus, it seems to be going even further. Tony. It's spreading into the UK now.
2: Yeah. Even, uh, Canary Wolf, um, there's a deep, deep cleaning in Canary Wharf, uh, HSBC, over the coronavirus scare. Uh, a few offices have been, you know, closed down and and sent people home as well. Um, but I think with the markets in itself, you know, there's a lot of information out there about how dangerous the coronavirus is, and there's a lot of comparison to. Uh, you know the normal flu as such Um, and there's a couple of posts saying that the flu kills more and the coronavirus is you know bad or worse the main focus is on how fast it is spreading that's the scare is how fast it is spread how quickly it's spreading so not necessarily about you know how many people it's killed as such because uh people was released from quarantine uh yesterday and they're saying that the coronavirus now is about 80 percent mild uh, just as the flu itself but the scare is how fast it can spread um now if you look at the coronavirus in it, in itself and and what it's actually doing to affect markets because obviously we're all here with traders um we want to know what's everyone wants to know what, the, the next step what's coming ahead do you know what i mean
1: for sure yeah
2: and one thing i can say is hsbc are actually turned around and said you know we're not going to be trading um now this is a huge corporation bank and they're no longer trading in the markets at the moment because they do not see it fit to be uh purchasing derivatives as such or you know going into into any trends because there's always going to be hesitancy at the moment so we see um you know the FTSE 100 has, has slipped by 1.7 percent this morning um, and even a german dax because of um italy's on uh quarantine um california now in a state of emergency so the actual fear and the scare surrounding how fast the virus is spreading is what's going to cause the most effects within the markets if that makes sense now yeah. when we look at um you know fundamental analysis first of all fundamental analysis is not your intraday trading it's your it's your long long long-term trading uh you know fundamental analysis should never ever be used for scalping or sort of intraday and such now if we look at the long term if we go from q1 to q2 to q3 for example um what we're actually seeing at the moment is because of this scare and the fear of how fast it's spreading we're seeing consumer levels come down Um, And if we take a company such as J.P. Morgan, they're actually down 18.72% since January 2020. And in the Dow Jones, which is made up of the 30 biggest companies, J.P. Morgan was actually the worst performer in Dow Jones, which shocked myself because, uh, you know, I've got folders full of all earning reports and financial balance sheets, etc., of J.P. Morgan. And uh, and their rise has been tremendous. You know, they've actually just got regulated to bring out a new J.P. Morgan bank in the UK for the first time. Yet, That's they're me. the worst performer in Dow Jones and down 18.72% because of the fear of how fast the coronavirus is spreading. Wow. Now, on, on average total, the loans are down 1% year on year. There's a flat quarter on quarter. Um, and as I say, if we go from from quarter if we go to a year to date we're actually down 17.73 percent now one thing i say to my students as such is one of the best indicators on the economy is gdp growth right yeah one of the main aspects that is going to save the markets is consumer levels which is why we're seeing interest rate cuts is why we're trying to save you know businesses Um, imports exports we're trying to save you know if this gets even worse then you could be seeing stuff like mortgages piling up because companies can no longer pay their 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 workers for example you know um Mm -hmm. jp morgan have already started the the process of having their workers which is over a hundred thousand people work from home Mm so the as i said the the fear is surrounding how fast it is spreading but one thing people should be looking for is consumer levels because that is one thing that will save the economy if the if the more consumer levels it is is rising then obviously there's more circulation of of mon- you know money um and there there'll be more market forces alongside of that because it implies more actions of buyers and sellers um so that is something that I would possibly advise for people to, to be looking out for is consumer levels and checking on the Bureau of Economic Analysis and also the National Bureau of Statistics.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Both websites are very, very powerful.
0: Yeah, thank you for that, Tony. Um, I also wanted just to, to touch upon, you know, we had some interest rates released this week. Um, the Bank of Canada, they lowered their interest rate from one75 Um, down to 1.25% in, you know, coordination with the US Federal Reserve. So, you know, we definitely can see that a lot of um, central banks are, you know, I mean, this was prior to they had, this was prior to the G7, the G7 summit. So we we can actually understand that the central banks and the larger players, so to speak, in the game, they also understand what's at stake and what, you know, what's at stake and what financial uh, setbacks their economies can have just due to this coronavirus outbreak. So it's definitely, you know, a topic that's, you know, worth having, you know, one ear open and keeping one eye open to see what's going on, because the more, the more outbreak, okay, the more uncertainty, the weaker the Aussie is going to be, the weaker the, the, uh, the yen is going to be and the weaker, of course, the Kiwi should be. Um, With that being said, after five years of financial policy stability, the Swiss National Bank, um, they may soon lower their interest rates in an emergency meeting um, and cause widespread volatility in the markets. So, you know, we've had the meeting. We're yet to hear from um, the Swiss. We're, we're yet to hear back from them to understand what they're going to do about their rates. But, you know, if we go back to as early as the start of the week, we had um, the UAE central bank cut its interest rate from 050 um, down to, or sorry, it cut its interest rate down to 0.50. And a minute earlier was from 2% to to 1.50. So, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we've seen a, a 0.50% cut now at 1.5 in total. And, you know, the Federal Reserve is, is looking to continue their decline, which does also match up with our technicals when we look at the DXY. Um, I know you've been looking at that quite closely, Jacob.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um it's been showing weakness since last week and uh you know we was hoping for temporary pushes higher, but you know, we're yet to see that and you know with the fundamental data coming out uh, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. So with with the fundamental data coming out, um we are yet to see uh what exactly the DXY wants to do in terms of uh, pushing higher because as we as we all know like we're all sort of anticipating a, a, a recession as such but we're, not, we're yet to see it okay so yeah. mm-hmm. you know the prices of metals being at you know all-time highs for the for years yeah all-time highs for years this shows investors are they're gearing up for something right with the Dow Jones as well very uncertain in regards to what it's 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 really wanting to do, but we know for certain that the dxy maybe drew a correction to the downside um like on a, on a on a bigger scale so I'm not really too too interested in you know the the the, the, the propaganda and i want to say that word because I do believe the coronavirus is propaganda in order to to take our attention off of what's really going on economically like like worldwide not just because this has come out i believe worldwide we are at you know breaking points in in regards to what currencies want to do uh and what they can do even in regards to the value of them i don't see the value of them being you know upheld for much longer i do think we are we are due something you know crazy happening i mean i don't wish that but you know if if we can profit off of it then so be it let's go um but with that being said uh you know Touching on what bank of Canada Canada are doing the Bank of Canada chairman he's actually speaking today so it would be good to you know for him to come out and give a speech as well and you know get his intake on what his if if he is going to voice his fears on what the coronavirus uh, situation is over in Canada uh, we also have the Bank of England chairman Mark kearney speaking got that one correct this time um yeah, so, you know, just, just to see everyone's stances, especially coming from the banks of all of these, these these countries. So we want to see what their stance is because um, I do believe that it's not as serious as, you know... I'm not saying it's not to be taken serious, but I don't think it's as serious as what people are really saying. Um, but that's my take on it, you know. If people are buying into the propaganda, then cool. I, I prefer to just blank it out but,
0: I personally have to step in and say I digress on that because you know there are there there's millions of people who who are getting affected, Definitely. and at the end of at the end of the day, when when we had the Grenfell situation, you know, when so much people lost their lives, the, the the first thing we heard from the government from media sources was that it wasn't you know the death toll was was probably a fraction as to what they actually announced. So you know my my analogy now and my my thought process is you know if if they're saying that so Three hundred people across the world has died. We need to be times in that by a lot more. Would you not agree, Tony?
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, uh, there, there's some sort of you know, uh, e- even with you know data, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's to be honest. For my job, um, you know, as chief investment officer, it's mm-hmm. my job to be looking at the fundamentals and the economic data, and I can honestly say right now that even if you know, if we look at Bloomberg. Bloomberg's obviously a valuable source where we can get our information, but it doesn't actually tend to give out information that's actually valuable or understandable to retail traders, and that's in all honesty um, yeah. so I've always been a believer that the media tell you what they want you to believe, so if for example, this coronavirus could get even worse, and they could be saying, "Oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay to stop people panicking mm-hmm. because. My evidence of that is um, an airline yesterday had managed to get together $500 okay? $500 million, but it hasn't helped in any way because people are still scared to travel.
1: Yeah, and that's a big thing. That's a big thing. Sorry to cut you off because I was... No, um, no, no. One thing I will add, yes, in in regards to uh, consumer... Uh, fears that I think that yeah that's a big it's a big thing right now because you know we're in the year of 2020 where we have major sport like the 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 olympics is this year we've got a major sport event this year so that's actually being held in Tokyo okay so that's like over that side of the world where this is really like the, the main focus like everyone's really running around crazy uh, in regards to you know the face mask epidemic, like things in t- in terms of demand for like consumers, all of those face masks that you see Japanese, Chinese, uh, that that part of the world in general wearing, they're actually run out. Like you go online, like the demand for those things is very high, and the price of them is is ridiculously high. I think a batch of those masks, they're normally about you could get a hundred. To two hundred, I believe, for like fifty pound. Normally, I've seen some being sold for five hundred pounds. So it shows in regards to you know what what what's getting inside certain people's heads is yeah, that it's the opportunity, like, that's right. of course, of it's course,
0: it's the right. of, you know, opportunists. But we can't yeah. take away, you know, from a from um, an economical standpoint, you know, a a lot of these countries, in particular with Asia, their their travel and their educational. Um, sectors are going to be massively affected you know just think about how many students um, you know travel abroad to actually study their educations. Think about yeah. how much you know tourists a certain country gets a year. Think about if you 're from you know some part of Asia um, you know Thailand for example, and you want to go and visit um, Hong Kong you know or you want to go visit China you know like you said they've yeah. got um, the the Olympics coming up, but realistically they they 've got to cancel it because. Yeah. You know, these are the things and these are the ways that, you know, something like this have outspread would only get, you know, even worse. And, you know, I'm not one to talk about conspiracies and stuff, but we've all seen the Instagram posts, you know, we've seen uh, the memes of, of um, Resident Evil um, <laughs> yeah. co- combined with, you know, the actual uh, logos that we're seeing within the, the Chinese hospitals. What's
2: and the other one? Contagion. Contagion.
0: Contagion. That's Contagion. the one. That's you
2: know, it, one
0: beer. I'll t- tell you what, guys. I'll tell you just a brief story about the contagion. Yeah. Um, so I was on a plane going to Hong Kong. As you two know, I went to Hong Kong before Christmas
1: right before this madness but yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> good timing bro I, I'd have been telling you you better stay away from me bro. I don't want to see you <laughs> we
2: are only doing video calls from now yeah, on
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a face mask through the video
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah you know I was on the plane so I thought let me give this film a watch now the only reason why I watched this film was because it had I don't know the actor's name but I know him by a character reference Morpheus
1: Oh yeah Oh Lawrence Fishburne
0: Yeah So Morpheus and also again by a character reference um, Pet I think Um, uh, Iron Man's Kitty I think her name was Iron
1: Man's um, wife Oh, I know her face. Uh, Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Gwyneth Poudreau. Gwyneth. Gwyneth Pepper, Pou- that's the one. What's her name, yeah. man? Gwyneth something. I know her yeah, real name. Gwyneth. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking
2: is. about. Yeah, I know what
1: you're talking about. I know what you're talking yeah, about. so she played the lead role
0: in this film, right? And it was absolutely mind-blowing. Now, the film was very slow, okay? It's not your average film where you're expecting to see, you know, a suspense, uh, you know, music changing, the atmosphere is changing, you're getting on, on the edge of your seat thinking what's going to happen next. It's very flat. Okay. It's almost, it was almost unbearable, but it's, it's, you know, but for, for what the, the film represented, I had to, you know, stay true to myself and stay clued up. So yeah. basically what happens is she's, she, she works for um, a company, right? Where they're having a company meeting. So she's meet, she's basically a part of a, a company where she goes out and works probably in the um, procurement division where she's meeting other business owners. So she's treated them to a meal. Nice restaurant in Hong Kong, very plush. Uh, So now they're at the table, and long story short, um, the chef comes out to shake her hand. He shakes her hand. They take a photo, you know, blah, 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 She's the first person to get infected by this this virus, right? And then she's the person that actually spreads it on to a number of people. Now, when she spreads this virus on to a number of people, okay, what happens is it comes back to, to USA, and you know how it gets to usa is is another story but she's also traveled back so the the crux of how the film actually explained the whole corona sorry not the corona how it explained the virus going around was there was um, a contaminated pig on the farm and i think it's, it's traditional in in china um to cook, cook certain foods fresh um, or as they are from you know without cleaning them as such so what what they show you is the um, the pig got taken up from this farm it got taken to the restaurant and the the, the chef started to pre- to prepare the meal now the chef touched the the pig with his you know with his hands no gloves on nor did he wash his hands after so by rights the chef because he touched that pig the chef then came out shook the lady's hand passed it on to her and then she then passed it around the whole world and I tell you what, the film said that the average person touches their face about, I think it was one thousand or three thousand times a day. Yeah. And when I heard these statistics, I, by the time I, by the time the film had finished, I looked like I just had been electric shocked. You know, when your your hairs on the edge, your eyes are wide. I couldn't believe it. I jumped <laughs> off the plane, and I'm walking out, and just. I I couldn't, it's so hard to explain. It's not hard to explain. It's just, it's a surreal feeling just taking myself back to the actual moment. But what was actually happening was everyone I'm walking past, they're coughing and he's scratching his face and she's scratching her nose. He's scratching his eyes. And before I realised it, I was was just about to touch my face and then I realised, don't do it. You're going to fall into it. So the film was actually educational. It's a bit no. like
2: when someone yawns and you automatically you, you mirror people mirror people uh, people mirror people, don't they?
0: Yeah, p- precisely.
2: So when you when you see that, but it sounds like the perfect film to watch before you land in Hong Kong, bro. <laughs> 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 but it, yeah, that's no, true. It's, it's definitely something to to add on there. But um, if we go back quickly to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one news station that said japan was going to cancel the olympics and another that was saying that it was going to go ahead so um you know some media outlets just to put it out there for, for whoever's listening some media outlets out there are not to be trusted i would only use valuable sources you know i call the bbc the british brainwashing corporation You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to them, especially Yahoo Finance. I don't know what I know if that's about. But
1: uh... you got you got Fox News trash. Yeah. CNN trash. As, As Donald Trump says. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake that's news. it.
2: He's literally, he yeah. tweeted about a half hour ago calling him out again. He fake news. He always does news. it. You've
1: got to give him his props on Twitter, man. He's a funny guy. I give He's him.
2: such a funny
0: dude. He's very
1: cryptic, though. Like when he wants to be cryptic and he wants to, you know, move the market, he does it in a cryptic way. But you know, yeah. give him his props, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, You know, also as well, guys, we've got some really good content coming out on our on our channel. We've actually got some on there. Um, So be sure if you haven't already to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, We would appreciate that. And of course, hit the bell, um, hit the like button, but the bell for notifications. The more likes you provide, um, the higher the algorithm for us in terms of being able to reach more people. So really, it's just about spreading the educational value that we are providing out there for free that's it man no more to be said yeah um the discord channel also we have um if you guys are listening to this now be sure to connect with us on instagram uh my personal instagram is velly v-e-triple-l-y um lit capital also would be the instagram at lit capital
1: underscore
0: don't forget the underscore sir Hmm.
1: um
0: you know follow jacob
1: yeah follow me at institutional underscore j I'll follow you back man it's all love let's go and yourself tony
2: uh, yeah my instagram is i'm tony thompson
0: perfect uh, you're
2: who so, yeah i'm tony thompson
0: i am or i'm oh i'm i'm not i am okay perfect just had to make sure we we get the differentiate there perfect yeah. um and guys you know before we we, we close out on this podcast we're, we're making sure that we're bringing you enough value so that it can be you know somewhat of an added value to your day but please man I just want to say take some time out to let people know who you appreciate okay um, whether you've got a friend or, or family member who you know you've, you've recently spoken to and you've probably had some disagreeing words just take the time to just you know remember that life is a lot bigger than, than how it sometimes seems and although today you might be having a bad day tomorrow could be the best day of your life so, you know, keeping in tune with yourself, making sure that you're you're maintaining uh, a sustainable frequency that can keep you happy is important, but you have to make sure that you're feeding the brain with the right substance. Um, and that's why I believe our Discord channel, which if you go onto any of our Instagrams, you should be able to click the link in the bio. Um, and come straight into the channel and just receive the, you know, the love, the value we're providing. Um, and also on our YouTube channel, we've got in a description for the videos the Discord channel there. So in every avenue, we're providing you guys with enough, um, you know, comfort to feel loved, to feel like you're safe within a community where you can be yourself, um, you can explore and you can learn. You can learn, interact and trade. It's lit.
2: One, um, one thing I would just like to quickly add, if you don't mind. Um, as we was mentioning about, you know, value and stuff like that, I feel um, the information that I've given during the during the call, uh, maybe if I just give like a minute, just saying, uh, you know, what I'm looking out for is fundamental data and trading. Usually I use things like APS, revenue, cash flows, and quantitative factors um, surrounding stocks and indices at the moment. With regards to everything that we've just said about the things that I would be looking out, now is taking a step back looking at earning announcements and analyst upgrades and downgrades now if you don't understand about upgrades and downgrades and as uh, you know cavell and uh, jacob just mentioned join the disc uh, the discord chat ask questions you know it is a community in there i've seen it for myself um you know and you can ask things like this and we can help with platforms and where you can get The analysis that you could be seeking for. So, myself, what I'm personally looking at is taking a step back from the markets. Uh, And as I said, you know, at the moment I don't think enough stress selling has been uh, has been put into the market. Uh, And really, I'm sort of looking for market funding closures before I could be entering more sort of long-term trades. But again, when it comes to the stocks and the indices, right now I'm looking for upgrades and downgrades with certain companies.
0: Amen. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and also, just just to also um, just go over some of the the trades that we have sent out so far um, today. We've had a good day. We've we've had a, a 0.4% gain so far on Euro NZD, and also a 0.4% gain on Pound NZD. Um, we are also monitoring um, gold as well as Euro AUD. Um, and of course we we're we're looking at some majors. I know Jacob's got EU um under his belt,
1: some somewhat waiting for the the move to be activated. For sure, for sure. For me, obviously, EU's been on a it's been on a hike, man, but you know making back some of those gains from uh the downtrend. So last February, this this is when the actual downtrend started. So a year a year and a couple of weeks later, you know, we're starting to see some real bullish momentum so overall you know if the week pot hopefully it closes like this it's going to be very good in regards to what market structure is showing us um, and that type of stuff so yeah be sure to you know if you are in the discord it will be getting updated as soon as I've, I've got a real real move on it but yeah man I don't see why um, it's not going to continue especially if we are hoping for uh, the dollar to you know collapse so yeah be sure to watch out for that man yeah. Thank you guys for listening in today.
0: Um, as always, we provide you guys with the value, the insight and the knowledge. Um, we thank you, Tony, Tony Thompson. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs>
2: Appreciate <laughs> yeah. you guys, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: you, you've got to come back on a call one time and it was really insightful.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just let me know when.
0: Yeah, and, for sure. Uh,
2: and, and I love the fact that we're able to provide value for people.
0: For sure, man. That's what it's about. So guys, you've got our social platforms. Um, be sure as well, if you haven't already, to check out litcapital.co.uk. We've got a bunch of free content on there for new beginners. Um, but if you would like to take your trade into the next level, like I said, you know, we provide institutional trading concepts, um, which would merit the name lit which is for learn interact trade but also for learn institutional trading um so we do have some amazing courses there that's available for you guys to take advantage of with that being said i'm your
1: host cavell it's been lovely to speak to you guys i'm your co-host jacob man we'll be back for sure and you guys remember every day is money
0: day every day is money day peace (laughs)